Welcome to That Creator Life, a show where we discuss the process, the struggles, and the wins of content creation. My name is Zach. I'm a YouTuber and content strategist helping you start your journey. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have a special guest from Vietnam. His name is Nay Pham. I hope I pronounced your name right. So Nay, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah, thanks for having me in this show. I'm so excited. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. So uh, Nay, before we start, can you tell us a bit about your channel and your YouTube journey? Uh, yes, I uh, started vlogging about three years ago, I guess. Uh, yeah, my channel is uh, Nghil Pham V84. So Nghil Pham, so it's my name, uh, V84. I take the first letter of Vietnam, that is V, mm-hmm. and 84 is the country code, so V84. Mm, nice. And yeah, I, I, uh, I make travel vlogs, yeah. Okay, and can you tell us a bit about your uh, starting journey? Like, uh, why did you do start the channel and how was the process in the beginning? Yeah, I started my YouTube channels like after I first watched the videos of uh, Lars LeBlanc. He's uh, a travel blogger. Yeah, he started his uh, journeys with a GoPro Hero 4. So mm-hmm. that time, yeah, I saved money. I did buy a GoPro Hero 4 and I started vlogging around Ho Chi Minh City. And yeah, I want to travel to some places around Vietnam and show people some beautiful places that they mm-hmm. can go visit uh, in this beautiful Vietnam country. That's awesome, yeah. man. So you want to share the uh, authentic kind of like perspective about Vietnam from 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 your own view as a Vietnamese, right? Yes, yeah, sir. But there's just one difficult thing that mm-hmm. as I'm a Vietnamese, so you know that in Vietnam, there are not many people can speak English. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do a video in English. So like my Turkish audience, I just target the people from other countries not here in Vietnam and show them like what they can do, uh, where they can go when they visit Vietnam. So it takes a long time to grow my channel. Yeah, absolutely. But 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 I do feel it's a very unique niche because uh, like you said, uh, not a lot of people are, uh, we may be like, um, not a lot of people are doing this because uh, I, I have some friends who wanna actually make vlog channels. Uh, they're Vietnamese, but some of their struggles is English. So, uh, you know, for your case, you already have that. And, and I think it's a very good advantage to have, especially in Vietnam. Um, uh, I want to move on to talk about your videos and the kind of content you create. Can you tell us a bit about your the, the kind of videos you make on YouTube? Yeah, sure. Like m- most of the videos I do, uh, they are travel blogs. Like I just travel, I use my GoPro. I have uh, another camera have a canon mm-hmm. I, I use this yeah to take photos and to make videos also so like i would travel to the, the, the place uh like i can meet new people or try some activities there and make videos and then uh, compare it to a, and i will upload it on youtube but uh recently i do also do some uh, food review mm-hmm. like i'll go to restaurants try the food and uh, yeah of course i try to find a friend pre- a friend to go with me uh we will eat the food give some feedback on the food of course like positive feedbacks i mm-hmm. think I say, yeah 
And then, yeah, that's another kind of content that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. And uh, I, I, I see from your channel that you kind of diversify in your kind of content. Some of them are about travel, some are about food, some also about YouTube and the process of it. Like, can you tell us a bit about how how did you approach your YouTube content and what kind of like um, mindset you have about the the YouTube content? Yeah. Uh, so uh, my niche is about travel in Vietnam, but then I realized that if I just focus on my niche, so it's really hard to diversify my uh, contents. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I want to have more contents to upload on my channel. So it's quite difficult to choose because uh, it's mainly focused on travel. So I have to find something that related to the contents. So I think, yeah, I thought that uh, food is a great idea. So I choose to uh, do food vlogs. And yeah, like in the future, I'm thinking of some ideas that related to like it's like I will do more different videos, but it's still related to the niche that I choose. It is travel in Vietnam. Okay, that's great. Um, and uh, by the way, I had uh, Louis on the podcast, and he also does like travel vlog and and this kind of videos. And um, it's very similar to your kind of mindset about approaching YouTube, which is diverse content and. Um, it's it's a really um, it's really interesting to approach YouTube from that perspective, and for me that's always a fascinating discussion. Um, so um, I want to move on to talking about the process of your uh, content creation. So can you walk us through your let's say your day of creating videos? So how would that day look like? Yeah. So usually uh, for travel vlogs, so it takes me a few days. Lay. I would spend one day to do some research about a place that I want to go, take notes, some ideas where mm -hmm. I want to go, what I want to do when I visit there. And th yeah, the next day or next two days, I'll go there, try to uh, have a checklist of the thing I want to do, try to film all of them, like sometimes more than what I need. And for the next day, go back home, like studies to uh, put on the files on uh, my laptop and yeah I, I have to say that yeah always have a checklist like all the things that i have to do so from the beginning for example like what kind of music i have to use in that videos mm -hmm. uh, you know that yeah like it's really stylish if you can choose uh, a music that uh, suit your video perfectly so but sometimes it's really hard to find a, that's music it takes a lot of time and yeah, how do you compile the videos, the short clips to make a full videos to like, how would I say, to convey the, the message that you mm -hmm. want to give to the people. Yeah. So yeah, and then export the videos, export the videos and do some research about SEO, search engine optimization, uh, how to choose the hashtag, titles, thumbnails. Yeah, I have to say that there's a lot of things to do in a day. Oh, that's great. And and which brings us to the next question about the tools and the services you use to create. Like, uh, are there any apps or programs that you are relying on in your process for video yeah. editing or maybe, uh, yeah. you know, organizing your content? Yeah, for the first thing I do, I use to organize my content. I use uh, Notion. Yeah, same yeah, here. I, use... I love Notion. Oh, OK, yeah. Notion, yeah, it's like the good thing that like it's like an, an all-in-one thing that we can put so many ideas 
Uh, by the way, uh, I, I have a question for you as a Vietnamese. Like, so yeah. I've been working in different cafes and I, mm. I quite noticed that a lot of people are using Notion, like different Vietnamese people are using Notion. Is, is it like popular in Vietnam or is it just my perception? Uh, well, actually, it's, it's not really popular, but recently I see that a lot of people, they are talking about Notion, mm. like, yeah. And yeah, I see that a lot of people, they are starting to use Notion to take notes. Okay, so, so that's yeah. just an observation I had. But anyways, continue, please. Yeah, and for the software I use for video editing, I use Filmora, you know, Filmora 9. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is a software that I use to like, like from the beginning until now, yeah, just one software for video editing. And yeah, that's just, that's it. Yeah, just software I use to make videos. Filmora. Yeah, and, and uh, I have a question about Filmora. So uh, I, I had one experience with Filmora, I think maybe two years ago. Um, so what's the reason that let you kind of stick with it? Uh, yeah, like it's easy to use and mm -hmm. because I do like mostly travel vlogs, so I don't need to put some uh, fancy effects. So it's quite mm -hmm. easy to do and it's light also. Yeah, that's a good one, especially for people who listen to the podcast now. Uh, they might be starting YouTube this year or 2022. And uh, I think using like light programs like Filmora, maybe Camtasia, um, even like DaVinci Resolve, the free version can be a good start. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I want to move on to talk about the technical problems that you face maybe in the process of creating content. And how did you deal with those? So that's always a fascinating discussion for me because I do feel it's part of the content creation kind of lifestyle where you have to have a mindset to deal with those kind of problems that you might face. Let's say the this happened to me many times before where I record the whole video and then the audio is unusable. So I have to redo it again or sometimes you export some files and they're corrupted or the like the the program will crash on you. So uh, can you tell us a bit about your story with your with some technical issues you faced and how did you overcome them? Yeah, I have said that I had the same issue with audio. Mm -hmm. I remember about yeah about five months ago, I I uh, shot a video in a restaurant. I do food review. Mm -hmm. At that time, I didn't check my micro. I, I use a uh, rod, so I. I that time I didn't know that it's run it's run our battery. Oh. So I just plug it in the, my cameras, I put it there, I record it, and then I, I went back home, I put it in on my laptop, and I've just realized that oh what like no sounds for the video. That was terrible. But mm. that time, yeah, I think I was lucky because I used my uh, my phone as a B-roll. So yeah, so my phone is captures on the audios in the conversation, and I just export this the the audio for my phones, I put it in that video. Like it's not high quality, but it's acceptable. Hmm. Yeah, so that's one of the, uh, the problem that they had. Like always check the audio before you uh, start filming. Start filming. Yes, and other technical problems I have to say that is their like what is it. Uh, it's also about uh, editing videos. Like, I whenever I, when I want to export videos, I check very uh, like carefully. But then, 
after like exporting, I have just realized that I didn't put the logo or some words that I want to say in the videos or some typo in the video. So I have to redo it. It's also take a lot of time and I feel successful about it also a few times. So. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate to uh, most of these problems because I think uh, for any content creator, uh, there will always be some things that will not work as you intend and you just have to kind of like move on and and, and find the solution uh, which brings us to talking about the psychological part of creating content and the mindset that you kind of have for making stuff especially videos on youtube C can you tell us a bit about your like approach to making videos and what kind of mindset you bring to content creation especially if, for example when you go in outside and maybe your friends are uh, asking you for a party or going to the cinema, but you have a video to make. So how can you balance those kind of things like social life and creating content? Uh, because I do believe that being a content creator is a very uh, lonely life, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I can, I can feel that. Yeah, for sure. Some, some day that you have a day you choose to go somewhere, so maybe there's something like like unexpected happens. So we mm -hmm. have to yeah like to choose between uh, going to do the videos or to do the unexpected uh, unexpected things. So yeah, that is also like a difficult thing to choose between both of them. But uh, I have to say that yeah, when I have the plans already and I want to make the videos on that day, so yeah, I just go and do my uh, do the things that I really want like try to finish it first and then yeah go to have uh go to do the other thing uh another problem i have is that yeah you know that uh, as a vlogger sometimes you have to go to the public and yeah you put you take out your camera to talk to the cameras only and the people around just look at you so sometimes mm -hmm. you have to yeah. overcome it yeah <laughs> yeah like it's a weird feeling yeah. right you feel awkward right yeah but yeah, in like being a um, like content creators and you you can go out and you can overcome that fear. So like I think it is a good way to uh, become braver, uh, like a brave person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good practice to kind of like uh, practice in public. I think most of us we are afraid of practicing in public um, because like we we don't want people to judge us. We don't want people to kind of like know about our life and what we're doing but you know being a youtuber or in general a content creator you have you have to kind of just push the fear aside and and just do it because that will create the confidence and the momentum um w then uh, then you can start to actually you know have progress and and you know evolve as a as a creator uh i want you please to tell us a bit about your um you know youtube journey in the sense of have you ever had any negative comments or, or some feedback that you did not like and how did you deal with it especially on youtube for example yeah for sure like, like being a youtuber yeah you have to uh, try not to be so sensitive like mm -hmm. sometimes people will give you some encouraging positive feedback uh, to help you uh, with your videos with your content but some people, yeah, of course, you may you may have haters, like they disagree with you in some points. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 
like when I I see the comments, I just uh, like reply, like I ask like what's uh, what's wrong with the thing they mentioned, like they don't like my ideas, they don't like my uh, perspective. For example, I ask to like ask for the reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, sometimes they, they just don't reply the comments. They just leave it there and they just yeah, go. Yeah, most often, right? Yeah. So, um, okay, another way I choose, uh, if they don't reply to the thing I answer, I, I just delete that comment. So it's fine. It's no problem. Yeah, I can understand because there is no engagement. So why keep it there? Um, uh, this is something that I, uh, I love to talk about because I, I do believe the psychological part of creating content is usually overlooked or um, underestimated by people starting because they they think that uh, being a YouTuber or a creator is usually just um, things that are working fine all the time. You get all the positive feedback and, you know, like they just look at the surface of a YouTuber life and then they see things working perfectly, but it's not true. Uh, there are sometimes negative uh, comments or feedback that might affect you personally, and I do feel that having having a, like the the resilience in terms of your character and how you deal with those things will will determine whether you're going to continue on YouTube or not. And uh, yeah, people like you, for example, who still create content, like it shows that you have some a strong personality and don't you you don't really let those things affect you that much uh is is there any uh, or are there any books or videos or other people you follow that helps you with this uh, in terms of you know staying uh, focused and motivated to make videos yeah i have said that I, I have a group of travel bloggers that they are people from different countries mm, that's they amazing. just keep yeah they just keep creating uh like travel blogs and they post this not daily but they post this very often and sometimes i feel like i want to quit i just try the growth and get the encouragement from other people uh i remember a few months ago when the virus happened i couldn't go out to film and yeah i talked yeah i would quit doing youtube but oh, then really? uh, yeah but then there was a comment in my videos that see he, he i don't I remember i don't remember he or she like that's people and they ask like where have i been like the, the comedy is yeah where have you been i i don't see you for a long time so i read the comments and i just realized that oh yeah i make videos mm-hmm. maybe some people they don't care but yeah these people still watch my videos and waiting for more vi- upcoming videos so that's just one comment yeah when i read and i just i decided to continue to make videos and yeah so like I get the, the positive, uh, yeah, positive the encouragement feedback, from yeah. the group. Yes. I mean, that, that, that's amazing because like uh, sometimes we forget as creators how much impact we have on other people's life. And uh, usually online, we don't have a tangible way of seeing that because like you just make videos and you get some people to watch. So for us, sometimes it just feels like a number, like how many views, how many subscribers but they are actual people you know like so they have you know their feelings they have their days they have their struggles and if you make videos and there are some people who are getting value from your content 
that's a like that's one of the big reasons to continue creating content and keep creating content because um it, it means that you have an impact on somebody's life and i feel that a lot of creators especially in the beginning they don't really see it this way and it becomes difficult to create content especially if they focus too much on the views and you know the number of subs and all this stuff that uh, is really not that important in the beginning yeah, especially if you want to just put your head down and create and create um we, which brings us to the question i want to ask you about if somebody want to start in 2022 which is almost here uh, what advice would you give them, especially from your own journey and the mistakes you learned from? Yeah, so my advice would be uh, the first thing they should do is to choose the niche that they want, that they, uh, like they, they believe they can do in that niche. Like, don't try to do so many things at the beginning. Like people, they have a lot of ideas that they want to do all of them and like put it, upload it on their YouTube channels and they don't know what to choose. So but that is really difficult at the beginning. And that they don't, at the beginning, they don't need to invest in some professional equipments like professional cameras, mm -hmm. uh, good micro or something like that. They, they can start with their phone if they have a, a smartphone that can record a video, so it's fine. And there's a lot of uh, software that can like, help you with creating videos on the phone. So, and an another thing is that they have to like invest in a good laptop at the beginning, I have to say. Yeah, like some videos when you, when you uh, render or export the videos, it's really stressful if your mm -hmm. laptop is really slow. Like, it's take, like if a good laptop, it takes about like 30 minutes or one hour to export the videos, but like low, low like quality, it can take longer. So, and what else? Other things. Yeah, that's say? actually a very good advice because uh, I totally agree with that. I think people should spend more money or whatever they want to spend on the the performance of their, uh, you know, video editing laptop or desktop, whatever, more than on the 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 filming you know gear like the camera and the audio because yeah. i do believe that sometimes with creating content like you want you want things to go smoothly uh, when it comes to video editing and those things can be really stressful for people in the beginning and you don't really need uh, a high quality cinema camera to make good content you can use your phone like you said most iphones for example or android phones now they have 4k some of them even have 8k video capabilities and yeah that's more than enough for what you could do on youtube or any platform and yeah so those and and those things really sometimes uh can demotivate people they say oh i need a studio i need light i need that you just need some strategies to make things look better but use what you have and if you can like uh nike uh, nail said uh try to invest in you know the performance part of it like which is laptop or desktop that can actually render the video so uh, i really like that advice as a tech nerd <laughs> yeah yeah that is, Any, that is anything, like... yeah anything you want to add to that mm, yeah and, and i have they i have to say that uh they, they have to learn how to uh like how is it 
like you know that do something with the the keyword search like mm -hmm. text seo yes that's something part, yeah. really helpful yeah some people they just put a video upload a video on youtube they just make a very like i don't know how to say but ugly thumbnails mm -hmm. and they just put it there no tag uh no keyword search so that is really good not really good like you have a good video you upload it but you don't have know how to uh send the videos to get more view to reach more people so yeah that's the thing that they have to consider at the beginning i have to say yeah i i, I totally agree with you because like uh, even if you have the best video in the world if nobody's clicking on it it doesn't really matter on youtube and one of the ways to get people to click is to have engaging titles uh really attractive thumbnails and all of this doesn't have to be like top notch or something crazy you can just start with you know some basic elements that i actually discuss in the podcast and also on my youtube channel which is dedicated for content creation basically like some design aspect about the thumbnail like the contrast the fonts you know just basic elements it doesn't have to be like a mr beast or mkbhd thumbnail but you can do some simple things to improve your thumbnails and like you said the titles that will make a very dramatic impact on the 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 video clickability or how many people's will act how many people will actually click on the video so i really appreciate that advice uh, can you tell us any, any anything that you would change about your youtube channel going forward to 2022 which is basically a question of like what what kind of mistakes you learned from the youtube journey and what what would you like to do about them yeah and by the way uh, uh, just a disclaimer we all made mistakes and our first videos are always the worst just to, to be clear to anybody listening to this okay yeah so um the thing that i would do differently that you may heard this uh, advice from a lot of people that's being consistency mm. like yeah right like you have a plan to make videos you have a plan to upload but like someday you have a bad day you, you don't want to do anything and you just like don't upload the videos on your channel for quite a long time and people may wonder like where are you and maybe you don't do videos anymore and they stop subscribing to your channels so yeah that's my, the mistake i make and another one another mistake is that i like one I remember once i decided to change from english to uh, speak vietnamese in my videos and yeah that's make like people wondering like did I change the content or something? Mm. I did it for a week. Yeah, I did it for a week. Like I make one videos a day at that time, I remember. And then I realized that the, the views, they, it dropped dramatically. Wow. And yeah, so I have to decide, I have to decide to like hide them on, delete, delete them on from my channels and get back to do videos in English. So, uh, yeah, and, and just to explain is, yeah. that for people listening to this, it's basically because the the audience you had in the beginning, the subscribers, the people who are familiar with your channel, they were they, they were expecting English videos. And then when you post something yep. in Vietnamese, they're like, oh, what happened? Is this a new channel or like so? The, the, yeah, the content did not match with what the audience was expecting. And it's very natural for them not to be engaged as usual. Yeah, for sure like yeah that is what i want to say yeah the advice is to that is not uh change your contents like so quick like you have to inform your viewers that yeah you may change or something 
mm. so that time I just changes and it didn't say anything and yeah it's so that's a mistake that I will never make it again and yes we try to be more consistent like we'll upload the videos at casual uh, yeah and one more thing is that uh, sometimes we have to film more than we need right and uh, for example, like this year is a really difficult year for travel bloggers that we couldn't go out, go anywhere to film. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really my, challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah sir. I, I have to use my old footage to make videos and that's not enough, right? You know, for a really long time and I don't have a lot of footage to uh, create videos. So I skip uh, uploading video for a few weeks, I say, I have to say, yeah. So yeah, film more than you need. Uh, so yeah, yeah basically like uh, yeah whenever you go outside if you are a vlogger or like a travel youtuber try to film more footage so you can keep it uh like in storage for future videos right like just in case yeah yes for sure that is what i want to say okay awesome that's a very good advice i like it so uh nike can you tell us about your next projects for 2022 and uh what what how do you see it like 2022 as a like uh in general like for your youtube creation for your life like uh what's your next big plan for 2022 yes um now i'm hoping that we will have a better 2022 like the years of no COVID, because i have a plan to travel to the north of vietnam and we'll make some travel vlogs there so yeah, I may make some friends there. I will meet the people, talk with them. But yeah, that is uh, when the virus is under control. So that's my big plan for next year. I will mm -hmm. try to visit some places in the Northern Vietnam and make videos there. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because I do feel like after the lockdown and all this stuff we kind of had to endure, it's time to go back to a bit of kind of normal and you know go back to creating engaging videos right yeah so uh Nyeke, can you tell us about your channel and where people people can find you yes so there you can find me on youtube uh my channel name is nyefam v84 yeah so then you can just find me there and i do have a, a facebook page but i i don't usually post uh, okay. anything there yeah just uh, pictures so yeah, yeah we, 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 we're gonna keep the the i mean the youtube channel in the in the show notes so if yep. people want to find you they can find you there yeah, uh, that's yeah thank you so much for being on the show i really appreciate having you here yeah thank you for having me in the show yes absolutely right